Google is changing the way we play video games forever? <laughs> Plus, astronauts keep getting herpes flare-ups in space. Also, one very common sex position isn't possible on the International Space Station. All this and more on this week's bowl of dude soup. I am so I am so quick right now. I read that article and I, and I was like, oh, I know what this is. I already know what it is. The, the common sex position is the pile driver, right? It's the I'll save it for the show. What do you call that? Never mind. No, yeah, I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save it. I, I refuse to everything should be possible. It just requires a lot of upper body strength. It doesn't matter if you're no, no, no there's no gravity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's you, you got to like pull and then push. What do you have? Nothing to look. We'll get but, to it. I'm very excited to talk about that. But uh, first, this episode of Dude Soup is brought to you by Squarespace, Eero, and Upstart. And hi, I'm Alana. I'm joined by Bruce, Adam, and Lawrence. Hello, I'm Bruce. Hi, hi. hello, I'm Adam. Uh, first up, I wanted to talk about because it, it just happened. The Google Stadia, 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 like stadium. Yeah, Stadia, Stadia, Stevia, Stevia. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys want to explain it in a lot of... I I can. It basically lets you stream games to any hardware device you want. Your PC, your phone, or your TV. There's a controller. Uh, It's coming this year. The dream that Google has, which might actually be possible because Google has the most money of anyone ever Mm. and so many resources, is that you could watch a trailer for a game, click a play now button, and immediately be playing the game with no download, uh, which is really cool through your browser. When someone lies to your face and tells you that, yes, it is really cool. That's cool. Yeah. that is possible. It is possible. It is totally possible. Just not for many people. Not yeah. for many people. And that's that's why it's going to, if you're watching a trailer, it's going to be doing checks in the background about your latency and your distribution to a node center. And if you pass the quality checks, a little button will pop up and say play now. The thing is, that's a marketing path. You mm-hmm. have to make a purchasing decision at some point. So I'm curious what that's going to look like. That but is a good point. Yeah. They were pitching to developers there. So this was like, you want people to buy your game? Here's a way to reduce the friction of the uh, the purchasing decision moment. Yeah, that's interesting. We, uh, Bruce and I have been saying this for a decade. Uh, this is exactly on live, but on live, as we said, was 10 years too early. Yeah. Way too early. Fast forward 10 years. Here we are. Yeah. Now Google's doing it. Yeah. Uh, not to mention Sony was also trying to get ahead of it with PS Now. Game uh, Pass is sort of similar. Sort similar of. but different. Friendlier uh, to people who don't have. X, yeah. xCloud's going to be more yeah. of that mm-hmm. it's it's interesting GeForce that now was a thing what's GeForce now that's nvidia streaming platform. that's sort of like they all yeah. have them mm-hmm. yeah yeah that, that's everyone's doing it but nobody uses them <laughs> so that's a weird I thing i don't know is, anybody that uses that them. that's the big conspiracy question right why are all these multi-billion dollar companies working so hard to create a system that's closed off the barrier to entry is lower well and you want to own the next thing well, that that too, but I mean, like, yeah. but like Lauren said, huh. if there's you just click a button and play the game, and then your three dollars is gone, <laughs> that's way easier than easy oh, I gotta sell. go to the Windows Store, I gotta download this ninety gig file or whatever, or I gotta go to fucking GameStop, which nobody does, and it's like oh, I'm gonna buy this game, walk home, put it. In. It's like barrier to entry is so low because mm-hmm. you see a trailer, you're like oh, I wanna play Assassin's Creed, bang. The mobile gaming market is the most profitable by a lot. I think it's like 42% of the market is how much it holds. And that's the same thing where a microtransaction is a button and then like a face recognition and that's it. That's it. It's so easy to do. Even that is harder through a console. You still have to usually like put in your PayPal or whatever else. If you could do that through a streaming service, it's just easy money. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I just realized. What? So mobile games are like that because it appeals to everyone. It's basically just a bunch of lottery stuff. uh, Casino games. If console games get that easy to play, they're going to start looking like that too. If you have millions and millions of people who can handle one button and a stick, you're going to have one button and stick games, Candy Crush style games. I mean, we're seeing more and more of those on Steam, mm. only because we Switch do. Switch has <laughs> a lot too. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, we were just talking about that today. That's just like a lot of garbage, like little click and points up. But it is stuff that's being brought over from mobile onto Steam. Every time we do Wheelhouse, it's just like we roll our eyes when we see a Unity game, and it's mm. got a big floaty. You know, giant number where it's like hit number one. The touch interface, yeah. And then it gives you three stars, and you go, God, damn, it's well, just Angry Birds engine. See, it's not garbage though, because people are playing them. So it, it's that's true. Wait, hold on, that, it, that argument doesn't work. No, but but it's, it does. It, it totally does because I mean, McDonald's is garbage. How well, dare come on now? And everyone eats I don't, it. I'm not sure that everybody would see agree with you. It is not good on. for so, your body. I didn't say it was good for you. This is it's garbage. garbage. Pop music aficionado Bruce is coming out a little. Yeah, bit, yeah, right? no, I didn't say no. it was good for you. Okay. Um, I, I also didn't say like I don't think it's garbage. I'm saying that it's not that bad. I guess and, it's not garbage because it can't decompose. Well, it's also not garbage <laughs> because you don't have to play it. Regardless, I mean, like you but have a choice, but it's cheap but, and available. It's for the yeah. it's for the masses. Exactly. It's yes. It's, yeah. Is there something wrong with that? Well, so so the idea is that if it's all zero sum, Assassin's Creed or sorry, Ubisoft made Assassin's Creed Unity or, or sorry, yeah. Odyssey. 
But if they were marketing to like soccer moms and and sorry for the ages and old ladies and all all what have you, then they're like, oh boy, they can't handle like these gear menus and yeah, like right. open world exploration. Yeah. We gotta change Assassin's Creed into a match three because people love matching colors. Yeah. So there is something about being on a platform with a broad appeal that starts to change the product you make. Yep. Uh, and I think. There is a sort of normies get out re thing that happens in gaming where, I mean, it happened in PC gaming a lot, where once once PC gaming got a lot easier, the game design started to morph to match the audience and what they were tolerant of. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you put a barrier of like two hours of technical bullshit in front of a game, only the most technical sav- technically savvy people are going to get to that game, which means you can sort of design to them. But yeah, if it's hit a button and play a game no matter where you are and whatever you're on, yeah, the future of that is going to be interesting, especially kind of like what Alana was alluding to, when game design starts feeding into the monetization model. So, yeah, if, if you're watching a trailer and it says play now and then you jump right into where the trailer is, you're going to have five minutes of the awesomest thing ever. It'll say buy this game and then suddenly you're just thrown out into the cold where you have to go like f- farm the digital wastes. And yeah, this is for sure going to have an impact on game development. And one thing that I find really interesting, I don't think that we should underestimate Google is the thing. They are going to shape the tech industry. Never heard of them. You think so? Yeah. I don't. They, and they might. They have bail so out much on money. They I'm might bail send out you on such them. an angry message on Google Wave. <laughs> yeah, as I say, they might so, bail out on. I mean, all they failed the other, on Google Plus. They, they failed. Like Google Music's not that. Google Plus, hot. they put a bunch of money into and a bunch of time and effort. Yeah, I mean, the, it, it, it is possible, but I don't think that we should underestimate them. Is my thing. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when it comes to video games, the, the landscape that we're in right now is everyone's trying to make games that people will play for three years that they will put all of their money into repeatedly. This would kind of undo that. So I think this, a streaming service where you can pick up and play anything and immediately just like buy it for $3, will probably get us back to games that are way, way, it will be more like mobile games. I think we would get less of the destinies that people are trying to push Mm. right now, which is probably what Halo is going to be like, or the anthems or the online only. Well, that's like the the archetypes. The the analogy there is uh, albums to songs. And as we move forward uh, more to digital, like with Google Play or whatever versus Best Buy, you're not buying albums anymore. You're buying songs. And that's kind of what I think they're going for. Is you're that not like buying anymore either. Right. Uh, you're yeah. just like, oh, I'll rent Leasing. this for a month or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and that's kind of what this is. It's like instead of, I, I hate to say it, but it's like the EA Access thing. Where it's like you pay $5. What it was, Anthem did it where it's like you pay $5 and play 10 hours. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what this is. Um, I think yeah. that we're on the way to that. Which is you don't buy a full game and have the full game for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You have a game for ten hours for five dollars. It's like AOL minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kind of, so it kind of is. Don't some of the streaming services like Amazon? Isn't it like that where you can rent a movie for like twenty four hours? Or oh, something? all streamings oh, yeah, are. Oh yeah, yeah, they're, they're all like that. I mean, it, that's sort of how renting has always been. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You rent for like yeah. three yeah. days and then at you Blockbuster. Get a, yeah. Except now, instead of giving you a fee and a for either not rewinding or bringing it back late, <laughs> yeah. it's they just take it away from you, yeah. which is convenient and then also kind of inconvenient uh, in a way. But, but you never own it, and it's the same with the game. Like yeah. you, you, pay, you pay $5, click that button, $5 for Assassin's Creed, play for 10 hours, it goes away, and you had your experience. Mm. Oh, no, pay you more for more time anymore. or whatever. Right, yeah. That, that, is, that is sort you of the bigger You would not concern. be able to mod. You no. also won't be able to cheat. Yeah, whatever. But this will also... <laughs> I mean, dedicated servers prevented you from cheating anyway, most of the time, some of the time. Yeah, I mean, so part of this is they plan to use their own data centers, meaning they bypass public internet, which should reduce the risk of cheating and allow for crossplay, which is actually pretty cool. Well, so it it reduces the ability of you to cheat, but it gives them the opportunity to mess with everything about the game. Yeah. So EA, I think it was Activision or EA or whatever, pests, uh, they got some patents on like, so it starts to get really funky. In the future, you could like say, I want to play a multiplayer game. And they're like, great, let's spin up a server for you. And then it matches you with a bunch of bots. And you oh, don't know yeah. that. And they don't have to tell you that. And yeah. then you're playing them and you beat them all and you feel great about yourself. Um, like because you're a premier member or whatever, they just give you a better experience. Yeah. They could also just sort of tweak everything behind the scenes to give certain players a better experience. So let's, let's say that they have big data that shows after losing three matches in a row, players leave and never come back. So if you're on your third, like your third match and it's not going well, the game could just be like, let's just give you a smidge more health. Like let's let's yeah. fudge some things to keep mm-hmm. everybody playing and spending mm-hmm. money as opposed to being authentically like a pure gaming experience. And they don't have to tell you any of that stuff. Uh, I always assumed the future of Call of Duty would just be one hallway where people stand on either side and <laughs> shoot each other. <laughs> and they just respond. It's kind of strike. I mean, more or less. I think that was a level. <laughs> My favorite. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that Ice, yesterday. Ice World, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that that was the one thing actually, because you're hitting on a point there, Lawrence, which both Bruce and I were are 
I think our heads were hurting as our eyes were rolling so hard because they kept being like, <laughs> you can like the whole thing with on live, everything else latency mm. oh, is yeah. the killer of all of this. Yeah. If, if you even notice latency on your television, it's sort of like it's jarring yeah. and it doesn't feel right. If, if you know the game is supposed to be more responsive. So they, yeah, they showed you controlling an Eagle flying above Greece at whatever 60. And he's like, look at me, move those consoles. Show me a CSGO match. Show me someone who's doing one-to-one yep. and they're actually getting headshots and it's actually registering because I don't believe that. No, I, I, I well, agree. people are playing it this week at GDC. So we what should... Are they well, what are they playing? Yeah. That's the question. Well, if they're playing a single-player experience, then maybe. Yeah, well, I, I don't know what well, they're playing, but we'll get impressions rolling out over the week is yeah, the point. Sure. There's not that much difference, really. So if you're playing a multiplayer game, your inputs are going to a server that, on a tick rate, every, every so many milliseconds calculates a frame of the game, and then it distributes all that data back to its clients. There's lag involved with that, and multiplayer games are pretty good about hiding lag. Assassin's Creed is even a single player game is really good about hiding input lag too because there's so many animations. Mm -hmm. You hit up and your dude's like, okay, and he starts running. But it's that startup that sort of hides the input. So I think there are some games that are very good for this, but like Tetris 99 or rhythm games, no one plays anymore, Celeste. Mm. That's when 200 milliseconds of lag becomes super noticeable. Well, it's the same with Overwatch or Apex or anything like that. That They build that lag in, like you said, Mm -hmm. but then everybody shits on it. It's like, oh, the netcode's bad or whatever because... When you fire, when you see yourself fire, mm-hmm. that's different than when somebody else saw you fire. Sure. Yep. So supposedly it should all be the same. It's not. Like if it's, it's not right now. Well, but I mean, yeah. if, if it is on like somebody else's multiplayer server, like if it's on, then everybody should see the same thing. No, because they do of, eventually. Because the internet. Sometimes games speeds. get off by like two or three frames, but then they adjust. So like this was a big thing back in Call of Duty. People would lose their minds because they would round a corner, shoot a guy, and then die. And in the replay, they never rounded the corner right. because there was a lag between what they saw on their console and what the server was saying happened in the game. So I don't expect a lot of that's going to change. The problem now is like the way the games hide it is when you're playing Overwatch and you click fire, bang, it fires immediately on your machine. But it fires like maybe four or five frames later on the server. You don't know that, and often you don't even you can't even realize it because it shows you hit markers right away. Sometimes very, not very often those get erased when the server goes back and says, "Oh, that person wasn't actually there. We just guessed because mm-hmm. we didn't actually have data from them." So there's a lot of like, especially with multiplayer games, there's a lot of smoke, smoke and mirrors that happens right now. Um, I'll be. I don't think that game streaming a multiplayer game is going to change that much, aside from your, like, yeah, your input lag to the server is still going to be the same. It's really just the frames coming back to show like you what's gonna going be, on. It's going to be worse. I mean, I would assume it was going to be worse because yeah, you could see yourself right? firing. So then you're, you're adding a whole other layer of lag on top of the already lag that's built in. Mm. It's it's more like the the illusion that there was no lag goes away. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Correct. So it's worse. So like then then at that it's point, con- conceivably worse. I, yeah. think it, I, think, I think it's just adding a new. Right now, the current issue is my I guess my monitor. Right? Is my monitor getting a cable to it, what's the refresh rate, refresh rate on it? Is it fast enough? Is it good? There's no lag. Or you're on a TV, you set it to game mode or whatever, right? And it increases the refresh rate or it gives you that, it's less of that uh, visual input delay. But now, now my I'm putting my trust in a company with nodes, you know, where they're <laughs> like, we got nodes all over the planet, baby. Yeah. Trust us, we got nodes. I'm like, I'd rather trust my the stuff I have and Same. my equipment and yeah, you're giving them the control rather than you having it. Yeah, yep. and and then also, I mean, because I'm already sort of at the behest of my internet working or not, mm. and now it's is my internet working or not, and are there servers keeping up with me and the potentially thousands or hundreds of thousands of other people playing this together? I just, I don't see multiplayer working and in with, this. with net neutrality gone. Oh, yeah. No. I might can't have to wait pay to watch this internet. video in 10 years and see what's happened. Yeah, see how close we we'll are. We'll be like, this doesn't seem possible. We will. I mean, it's possible. In, in 10 years, it's possible. Yeah. I don't know about this year. I think it's yeah. possible now. There's just a lot of really uncomfortable ramifications. I don't think people are. It's going to be like Facebook. We're going to be after the fact and realize 10 oh. years ago, we shouldn't have given Facebook all these pictures and I personal mean, info. Giving <laughs> this being Google makes most of their money off of ads. So a Google streaming service is going to be almost entirely ads. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's what it has to be. Well, and I don't know what that looks like or what throw that banner means. Ads you well, that's what I'm thinking, is that we're going to get ads of a game. So, well, I mean, they already, like they already showed the ad, which was you watch an Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed video, and it says, play now. Well, but when you click but, play, though... Imagine, when you play Google it, I think you'll get it. ads that are like references yeah. to other Ubisoft games. Ima- or imagine like, this. Sure. Like, like an overlay. You're like, oh, you get to pay $2 to play, or don't pay... 
you can play the game now, but Watch you get ads. an ad every five minutes. Oh my gosh. Mm. That is that is some like That's what I think will happen. That's black mirror y future. But that's totally what I mean, that's what should happen. It makes sense. It's ad supported. Yeah, at least yeah. they're at least you're getting something in return for it. But man, then you then you are just a Pardon, pardon the college level uh, philosophy here, but yeah, you are just like a advertising ingesting sponge yeah. of of con- consumption. We are anyway, though. That's yeah, true. That's what we all we've <laughs> yeah. always been. It's just yeah. been vaguely separate from video games, except in like Alan Wake, where they had the batteries. Oh yeah, the Energizer <laughs> batteries. <laughs> yeah. There's the some only... weird stuff about that. Yeah. yeah, but everything you watch on television and movies, they all have product integration. We, we have, it's always does been Netflix that way. have an ad version? Is there a way? Like, um, is there a version of Netflix that exists that has ads? No, no. That's Hulu not. was the only one that tried that. And it, it bizarrely was seen as like a second class service because of it. And I mean, YouTube has mm. YouTube Red. I don't see why they couldn't have Stadia. Oh, no, absolutely. They'll it definitely red. They'll have tears yeah. for sure. Uh, I, but. Th- but similar to Netflix and HBO and those things that work that don't have ads, the only ads they have are their own ads, mm. which are still kind of annoying. We're like, I'm watching Game of Thrones. Yes, I know Veep's coming back. <laughs> I, I do not care. Yeah, but they the way their uh, their whole CMS server works and everything like that, uh, that's redundant, right? That's like saying ATM machine. Oh. Yeah, yes. Maybe, the yeah. whole CMS. Yes. Uh, the way it works is that that thing in the beginning is replaceable. Mm. It's actually a thing Rooster Teeth is even working on, so we don't have to edit in yeah. the video. So that's something similar that I'm sure they're going to do. But regardless, um, I could see them advertising their own stuff, but I think it's going to be way – that would be way too jarring. That's also – that's way ahead. That's I don't how know. Google makes their money. That's it what is. that bread it and is, butter but, is. is but I think, ads, I think yeah. the way they're trying to make money here now is through game sales. They are trying to, which means they're going to push games on you, is what I figured. Right, right. No, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying. I, I think the 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 scenario you are running in, where it's like every five minutes you got to stop and watch an ad. I can see overlays. That's more of a mobile thing. Uh, if you're playing, I think the the goal is to get you to buy Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I mean, yeah, now that, it is. Yeah, but not in the future. And well, and this is a GDC. They're pitching to companies. Yeah. They're not pitching yeah. to us yet. Um, I do. I, I can't say future. Three. Yeah, that would be my guess. You say play Assassin's Creed Odyssey now or whatever, and it's you got to watch a pre-roll ad, and then you start playing, and then Google algorithmically determines when you're not in combat because of the music, and then it's like, okay, you're like looting now. We'll serve you an ad. Jesus fucking Christ! Can you imagine like that programmatically? YouTube can tell you that you're about to open a treasure chest, and it's like, wait, wait, wait. You got to hear about this new double cheeseburger. And Absolutely. You're like, Fuck. And then okay, That's good. Here we go. And then, then you open up and get your little green that, sword. That, that sucks, but then it's also kind of nice for people who can't afford sixty dollars to buy a game. Right, exactly. Well, that, that's yeah. what I was about to say. Is that like it's for, not a terrible? Uh, option. Can, I play Candy yeah. Crush every single fucking night. Play it for like fifteen minutes. Uh, it's all free. Never put a dime into it. But I can watch ads, and it'll give myself an extra life or whatever. And I'll play Candy Crush. Just watch an ad for fifteen seconds. Totally worth it, by the way, to play for another five minutes or whatever. And that's exactly what they're going to do here. Yeah, exactly. I only think of that because of the. The masses. The, the cooler stuff they showed was the the thing of like you're stuck on a level and you can go, you know, Xbox Snap Machinima app. And then, <laughs> do you want me to explain that joke? <laughs> you know that joke. I know what that means. It's the worst inside joke ever. Oh God. Okay, so this is back. This is a, I thought we'd go one podcast where we don't. Make I mean, I know what that Machinima. means. So well, yeah, but did you ever see it in action? So I remember. <laughs> I remember being talked down to by a number of people who worked at Machinima who are like, like. How do most people watch YouTube videos? I'm like, I don't know their computer. And they like slap me. I'm like, wrong. <laughs> Shut up. It's on their phones and tablets because they need walkthroughs. We need to be a walkthrough channel. I'm like, sure. And that's so you can see the many metamorphoses of uh, Machinima and all its changes. One of which were at one point, they're like, we're doing walkthroughs. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, sure. Sure, whatever. Because they had an integration with Microsoft where they're yeah. like, we're making the Machinima app. And I remember they're like, it's a simple saying. Xbox Snap Machinima app. <laughs> not easy to say. Uh, <laughs> Xbox Snap Machinima app. Yeah, yeah. that's how. That that's how say. you got your uh, your gamer your gamer Ultra tech. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> oh, got. that's right. It was a captcha. Yeah, <laughs> they they made us sign up for the Machinima app so we could snap it and do walkthroughs. <laughs> like when you say it, you go Machinima app because <laughs> it's just so, it's just it just eats. Yeah, it's so Machinima hard. It, app. So many words. It's like rocks in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> But I remember, yeah, we had to do the caption. It was like, please prove you're not a person. And it's like, please enter this, Ultra Fadge. And we're like, like, that's the coolest caption I've ever seen. And I immediately so, made it my GTA test. Uh, very good. <laughs> it was so close to being offensive. So close. It's like eating Faye yogurt. It's just like, <laughs> it's, it's there in your face, but you're like, oh, but it's okay. Try not to giggle at it. Yeah. Or um, like, uh, what is it when you graduate? Uh, cum laude or whatever? Oh, magna cum laude? Yeah. Uh, it was like, C-U-M. Yeah, the word comes right there. I know. Yeah. 
Congratulations, you're really, you're really smart. <laughs> you got some in your hair. You got some smartness in your hair. So one thing about this that I find really interesting is that they have created their own first party studio, which is what Jade Raymond is heading, which is what I figured. They're not going to have her run hardware. She's never done that. So like four years from now, they're going to have a so, game. But why? But why? Because they so have to. When it comes to, because it's not, they're not selling you a box. They're selling you a streaming service. Yeah. So like when it comes to PlayStation having amazing exclusives, they make those amazing exclusives so that you will buy their PS4, so that you will buy PS Plus, so that you will buy other digital games from other people, so they make 30%. Like the people who make those games, I'm sure are, art I know, are artists who love working on them. The reason PlayStation invests in them is so you'll buy their shit, so you keep spending money on their shit. It's mm -hmm. business. It's not like for the love of the art. Mm -hmm. So then Google doing this doesn't make any sense if they're not selling you a box. So think of, think of it this way. Think of is them, it exclusive to their streaming service? Think of them like Sega. Um, Sega was making games. Uh, they're like, oh, we'll make some great games, make Sonic, whatever. And then they're like, boom, Dreamcast. That's what this is. I think they want to make they want to make games mm. eventually. It's kind of the opposite, actually. They want to make games eventually so that people just only play the Google games on the Google platform. It's not going to work. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that it'll work. I'm just saying that's what they want. They want a killer app huh. on their platform so that people have to use I their I just platform. don't know that they'll have a hardware platform. So maybe it's a I like, agree, yeah. like an origin situation where they have exclusive games that are only on their thing and you're sure. spending more. But they'd need a lot to justify that. Correct. Instead of Sorry. just the one that takes I, I was, four years to make. You yeah. looked like you were going to talk and I interrupted. Oh, it, no, it's fine. I, to me, I can't I can't see that as anything more than just a a promise to everyone that they're actually like, no, we're really trying this. Look, we hired somebody and we're going to give her like $30 <laughs> million in three years to make a game and this platform's probably not going to be around by the time it actually is finished. <laughs> I mean, Amazon's been trying for what, five years to make a game with Lumberyard? That, that was my thought yeah. was they said. They bought Double Helix and what happened with that? Yeah. I, I, I always, think it's just like they want the headlines of like, no, we're really yeah. doing it. Yeah. It's, it's usually a lot of emotionless millionaires or billionaires <laughs> look, having people give them spreadsheets and saying, these are the the, the cost loss uh, analysis. Here, check it out. Look at it. Look at these spreadsheets. And they go, yes, yes, no. And then they go, what's Amazon doing? They're like, they have a gaming studio. I want one too. <laughs> I will take one, please. She looks pretty. Put yeah. her in charge of it. Give me Shutting a, down. Give me a good high yeah. quality diversity hire. And they flip through their book and yeah. I honestly, it, it is as much as because uh, there aren't many job listings, right? You, you got to hire, like, if they're going AAA, you got to hire, like, 200 people. But well, you also need an idea. And <laughs> well, yeah. I, sure. That's I mean, what Jade Raymond's for. Well, I mean, is she just going to sit in a small room and go, um, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Oh, shit. A man who runs around. <laughs> I did that. Yeah. I made well, that. I mean, she did Watch Dogs. She started EA Motive. She worked, oh, no, she, I mean, she's worked she, on a lot she's of She's got shit. a huge, a lot of, no, she like worked a, on it. But fantastic I, resume. But it's like, at the end of the day. Typically, you start a studio up. So, like, um, what, what's his? Uh, I forget his name. Uh, the guy from Valve who just started a new studio today. Chet Falzak. Yeah. 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 Uh, Chet. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Him and um, the lady from Riot. Yeah, they, they, they clearly have an idea. They have something they want to make. Or they're like, they probably were talking. Like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we made this? Because they're they're smart and they're designers and they're well, creative. We, we don't know. Jade Raymond might have an idea. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, uh, I imagine she has millions. But it, this was you're right. And this is probably done in reverse, where it was Google being yeah. like. Huh. Yeah. I, I mean, and then she's like there and like, okay. If, if, they, if they had done an interview with her and she's like, I have the world's greatest idea, but it requires nodes. And like, it requires the computing power and the internet of Google to make this like, thing happen. Oh, we can, we can and they're that. just like, oh, we all oh, well, this is perfect. But I'm pretty sure she's like, look at all the shit I've done. Like you're yeah. hired. We'll yeah. figure it out yeah. later. You, you now we can look at Amazon and go, we have it too. Ha ha ha. This is why Disney bought maker. Cause they so didn't know what the first it, party studio was pointless. Amazon. Pointless, no. No, there's always a point. And the point is to show how much bigger your dick is than the other guy. Mm. That's really... I tend to agree. That, so, mm. I mean, it's the same thing with... Uh, like, I know you haven't... You should probably read that. But I, uh, <laughs> I know... I, we could go on forever about this. But what I was going to say, VR is the same way. It, VR doesn't have a killer app. So no one's buying VR. That, like, it, it, I, it, I was going to say Beat Saber. Yeah. Beat, Saber's yeah. Yeah. Beat Saber. Well, they announced, awesome. recall, they announced it for the Oculus Quest. And I was like, that sounds cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's, all, it's super awesome. But I mean, like, it's taken... Four years? Mm -hmm. Five years to get yeah. there? Uh, HTC Vive should have been like Half-Life 3 on VR. That would have done it. Yeah, yeah. Boink. But, but it would have to be fun. And Valve no, has absolutely. to be able to make I mean, the portal thing is cool. What is it? The oh, yeah, lab? The, the tiny little demo that was, thing. Yeah, Open the, the drawer. Shut the drawer. Uh, yeah, that's but, the free thing that came with it. Cute. But again, nobody bought VR. It didn't catch on because there's no killer app. Yeah. It's just, and it's the same with this. It's like, I, hopefully Jade Raymond. I think the Oculus has a fucking ton of good exclusives, honestly. Like, Do they? Does it? A lot that I like, yeah. Like no. they have a lot. Well, like I Beat mean, Saber's not an exclusive. Uh, Unspoken's really good. That's like a, a dual wizard casting game. Uh, Chronos is fantastic. Yeah. 
It's like it's a maybe twelve hour action RPG. It's really good. Okay, I mean, I just no one talks about them. I was gonna say that <laughs> nobody's ever playing. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I, I'm sure they're great. I yeah. just don't. They know. do have good exclusives. By the time, <laughs> they do. by the time any game that if this game starts today or even started months ago, by the time it comes out, we're gonna have PS5, Xbox Scarlet out, and those are gonna have like it's a purchasing model people are familiar with, and you can't under understate that. And it'll have software that is already in development and has been for two years probably by now. I don't know, man. To, to me, the, the most value <laughs> of this is kind of what Adam was saying. It's a, it's a marketing tool. It may eventually grow to be something that's a, as a destination for consumer-level stuff. But right now, to me, it's just, hey, play it for five minutes. You want to buy it? And then they dump you off on Ubisoft's purchase page. I, I only say this because, I mean, for all, I, I would love to be wrong. I would love for them to be really smart. And these creative types who, they're like, we, we, we are going to change gaming forever. The only thing I have to go off of is how YouTube gaming was handled. True. Which is, I think YouTube sees gaming. They don't really understand it. They poke it with a stick sometimes and throw money and at it. And they're like, it might be racist. Yeah. And oh, they, no. They build a house out of it, and then it says the N-word, and they're like, no, oh, it's a slur. Yeah. <laughs> get rid of it. Get rid yeah, of it. And they're like, but bury, bury, bury. Like, and, then, and then they're like, uh, now it's just part of the homepage. Hey, yeah. You know, it's like. You guys well, have emotes yet? Nah. If, if you can explain to me what YouTube gaming was, then... I would give you a job at Google. Like, you know, like it's that sort of thing of hmm. what what was the point of that? And a lot of them were probably like, well, it was us trying to, it's like you're trying to compete with Twitch. Just say it. We were trying to compete with Amazon. I mean, Twitch, yes. <laughs> so that that's that's the only reason why I'm making, that's my opinion is skewing that way. So, yeah. I feel you. Make us some money, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I just want to say before I moved on, uh, yeah, they claim that you'll be able to stream 4K at 60 oh, yeah. FPS and eventually 8K at I wanted to rant about that. FPS. 8K, That is some wow. bullshit. Oh, yeah, let, let Lawrence <laughs> rant about that after the ad. Okay, yeah. okay. Ad, and then Lawrence can rant. <laughs> I guess I saw him loading in. It's like, yeah. Speaking of the internet, our first sponsor for today's show is Squarespace, who pride themselves on an all-in-one system for domains, websites, online stores, and marketing tools. They are the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business, including their newest feature, email campaigns. You can stand out in any inbox with Squarespace email campaigns, and that platform makes sure you're able to unify all your different marketing branches with one consistent voice. There's consistent content from website to email, powerful editing tools to make it your own, customizable layouts for any message, and mobile editing so you can send, basically send those emails anytime, anywhere, which is actually really cool. Um, of course, outside of fancy emails, the biggest hook of Squarespace is turning your cool idea into a full website to showcase your work, blog or publish content, sell products, promote your physical business or announce an event. Uh, I actually really often have people ask me how I made a portfolio when I started out writing about video games. Uh, Squarespace would be a perfect place for you to do that if anyone wants to get into games journalism or movie journalism. Basically a cool place that you could host your writing or your resume or your work in general, and it'll all look nice thanks to their fancy templates which are made by world-class engineers, so that's all pretty cool. Uh, make sure that you head to squarespace.com slash dudesoup for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code dudesoup, that's all one word, D-U-D-E-S-O-U-P, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Thank you to Squarespace. Lawrence. Okay. Got him. Hit him, Lawrence. 4K, 60 yeah. FPS, and eventually 8K and 120 FPS. 120 16K. Google can do it all. <laughs> Who has an <laughs> Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, that, that, is, that is just not. <laughs> and, and not for the reasons you might think. I mean, so first of all, there's the fact that just to pull down 4K 60, you need an in, you need an internet connection that most people on this planet don't have. Except Adam. Except Adam. I got it. And, uh, <laughs> I actually have pretty too. good internet as well. But like, you got fire. We're very privileged no, in this room. We super that, are. So no problem. Uh, so we're we're trying to hold it down for you guys out there with your two megabit data capped connections. Yeah. Um, I get my internet from a satellite. <laughs> Hope it's gone. That's <laughs> <laughs> cloudy shit. Oh, I had, man, I had satellite internet once. Anyway, uh, it wasn't good. Uh, so video compression can work when you know what the next frame is. Uh, that's how video compression is largely good. That's how you can deliver 4K video over streaming and actually compress it. If a game, you don't know what the next frame is going to be, especially if there's inputs, uh, un unpredictable inputs. I'm sure that, oh yeah, this Just happened. like that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so th that's oh, a B frame missing. Uh, maybe several, but... So the way that the way that like it can compress the data flow uh, is is by knowing what that pixel is going to shift to two or three frames down the line, and it can do that if everything's canned. But if it's live and it drops some data, you're going to get some shit like that. 
Also, it just doesn't look as good if you're compressing on the fly and you don't know what the next frame is going to be. So there's going to be some stuff where, yeah, I'm sure AI can predict where the pixels are going to move on a given display, but it's never, ever going to be as crisp as uncompressed video coming over like a DisplayPort cable. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it can be 4K 60, but it'll have some fuzz and like weird like AI anti-aliasing going on that'll just... The image quality won't be the same. I, I hate to keep referring to OnLive, but when, mm -hmm. we, when you play OnLive, because I did, I got to review that for a weekend at least. It was exactly what I saw. I saw a ton of compression errors just all the time, yeah. artifacting all over it. And it would just like, sometimes your game would just stop, it would just freeze. And then it would come back and be like, oh, I guess that's what I was doing. Yeah. So, sorry. Well, I, I saw someone's comment, uh, I believe on Reddit, where they said they were part of that uh, Project Stream or whatever. Oh, yeah. The, uh, where you, you could just stream Assassin's Creed Odyssey on your that Chrome browser. That was the Google thing, right? That was a Google thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That was the precursor to this, yeah. but more or less. But the individual, um, I can't quote him. I didn't bring it with me, but I, I he said something to the fact of um, the game was cool and it looked good, but it made me want to buy it because I wanted to see it in its full actual glory oh. because I could tell there was artifacting and it wasn't what mm -hmm. I wanted it to be. So in a way, it convinced him to buy the full product, which was sort of what Gaikai was trying to do. Yeah. Where they're like, here's a crappy version. Imagine if it wasn't. And he went, oh, cool. I'll get the uncompressed 4K textures that are running off of a hard drive instead of Captain Google's house, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I just, and maybe the internet can get to the point where they can. Because essentially day, what this sure. is, is like your console is now on the other side of town and the ethernet cabling between you and that is now a very long like HDMI cord. That's essentially what you're looking at. But compression, like there's just no getting around it. That is going to that is going to sap image quality. And for them to be like touting 4K 60 or 8K 120 FPS, that's a statement that only goes to like gamer gamer gamers, the ones who get the sweet code reference on the back of the controller. And those are the ones who are going to put their noses as high as possible yeah. and shrug this off of like, well, no. That's what I find so confusing. I just spent $900 on a video card and you're telling me that this streaming service could do it? I highly doubt that. Because <laughs> on one hand, they're like, this is for everybody. And then they start with technical jargon. And I know it's Google. Like there, there's Teraflops. Yeah. So why are they slapping teraflops on the table when they're saying this is a service for everyone? I guess you have to fill the speech with something and try and wow people with some well, technicals. They're but, trying to they're trying to win yeah. the gamers over. They're trying to win GDC over. They're That's talking true. to GDC. So yeah. they know, you know everybody knows teraflops. Everybody knows AK120. I still don't know what a teraflop is. I mean, it's just processing floating power. Floating. thing. Yeah. Floating operations per second. Yeah. It's just, that's all. It's. It's easy. Like sure. it's basically like it's how math. powerful is your PC? Sure. So, uh, what, 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 I just what I love the part whenever they have a press conference and they it's like the whole Xbox thing when they they're like it has millions of transistors and there's like one guy like do we do we clap? For that, this? Is that good? Or, yeah. yeah. No, I know. It's like I mean teraflops could be terrible. Most people don't no, know. I, yeah, you're right. No, that's what I'm saying though. If someone said like we've reduced the teraflop problem, if you were like. <laughs> So I don't I don't know. It's, it's only a metric now because speed hit a kind of wall and also became less important. It used to be like this is 12 gigahertz, this is 18 gigahertz, yeah. and like just the faster a CPU got. And then we hit like weird problems with what they call it, the Hall effect and like physics issues of just electromagnetism and how small and fast you can make stuff with heat. So now um, instead of that, it's about parallel processing. How much math can you do in a given second? And that's what that is. It's just a, f a float is like a, a kind of number that has a lot of decimal places, which you need if you're doing physics and lighting. But they're, they're speaking to developers here and yeah. gamers. So like they know who they're talking to. Yes. Yeah. They weren't, you know, they, I don't know if they were, this wasn't football. This wasn't TV, you know, like. I don't think this was even them trying to go mainstream. I don't know no, how no, many people wasn't. are going to know about but this. But from they're, they're going for the core. They were yeah. dropping, they're dropping some stats and leaving very important ones off. Yeah. yeah so true. they're like 8K, 120 FPS, blammo, 10 flops. And then they don't say data, data requirements. They don't say latency. Yeah, but that's mm -hmm. what marketing is. <laughs> True, but these are the questions that pe like they're they're basically yeah. asking for mindshare, and those are the big questions. Those are, those are the make or break questions, and they they didn't even address it, Maybe which means they had nothing good to say. Did you not mm -hmm. see the teraflops? Look at all these fucking flops. The, the other thing too is this is GDC, and it's also Google who's very buttoned up. And hmm. whenever they, same with Apple, anytime they show anything, it's like they try to go as vanilla as possible. So it's like your guess is. Childish Gambino? No, it's Coldplay oh, because yeah. we don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. Like you, you just try to go as middle of the road as possible. So when they came up, they're like 
do maternal will run. I, I told Bruce, I'm like, they're not going to show gameplay. No, of course Because yeah. they're, they're probably embarrassed by That's it. That's a good point. It is very violent. Because the game, yeah, it'd be, dun, 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 and then Doom guy runs in and bashes. Yeah. There'd be some probably guy. probably are, right? Yeah, <laughs> Eve in the front row would be like, oh. Uh, like, no, absolutely. Like, oh, we got Doom Eternal, but we're like not stoked about it. Well, that's, yeah. that's, that's also no, the implication of like your three-year-old kid is watching a YouTube video and says, "You want to play Doom Eternal now?" And he's like, "Yes." It's. I just. I think it. It shows the sort of maybe not the bigger problem, but it's sort of like. I I, I've always. I always felt like people, bigger companies with gaming, almost feel sort of embarrassed by it. Hmm. It's they sort absolutely. Of, do. It's sort of your your really smart kid with an emo haircut and like. You know, we're in black eyeliner. And you're like, you're like, he's so smart. He's so, so, I love him, but <laughs> oh boy, his opinions. Well, yeah. YouTube's YouTube's always been embarrassed of gaming. They've been embarrassed of gaming for as long as gaming's been around. Yeah, and it's one of those things that you could, it, it proves this because they didn't show any games. Yeah, in this except for Assassin's Creed. They showed rhyme. They showed. Did they show any violence? I don't think they showed one kill. I don't think they showed anything like that. Nope. And that was the, like yeah. like Lawrence said. It's like they didn't tell us about latency. They didn't show us any other game. Operating on this, on this platform, I could, I could be wrong. They did the the streamer montage, which is my new favorite thing. Oh, by yeah. by. But yeah, but it was a bunch of streamers to find going, the one. Wow! But I think it was a guy in the cheese I'm, puff bath. Nothing yeah. happened. I saw trials, but even like that montage is like, even that's a it little was sanitary. Uh, yeah. Just for everyone's reference, Eurogamer does have up a latency test. That this is right the out, uh, so. the digital foundry video. Or Should, article? No, it's Euro. it's Eurogamer. Oh. Okay, I haven't and seen it. Yet. How, how is it? Well, digital foundry. This is a lot. To it would be Ooh. hard for me to translate easily, but if you want to read more about it, then, yeah. okay. So the well, thing is, like, at, at 60 FPS, one frame is, I think, what 12 milliseconds. So it's it's really down to like how many frames behind you are. So you hit your stick, and then there's a gap of time where mm -hmm. nothing happens. So basically, yeah, Stadia's latency is higher than a PC yeah. or an Xbox One yeah. X. Well, that's that's obvious. So I was just well, I mean, it shouldn't be. That was that's why if that, they're trying that, to match it. That's what if, if there's no your way. goal is to be better than on live. Your goal is to be better than. The Xbox you have in your house yeah. that you can stream. That's what they're trying to do. Because so, Microsoft does this, where you can stream your Xbox to your PC. And I gave James shit for this all the time because he was like, look what you can do. I'm like, looks like garbage and it runs slow. Let me see this. Let me yeah. see this. It's like, it, and I tried mm. it just recently because I, we talked about this last week, I think, when it was like, oh, you can stream your PC now to your Xbox. Mm -hmm. yeah. Couldn't get to work. Uh, they claim it works. <laughs> I still haven't. I kind of gave up on the whole thing. But, uh, but then I was like, well, at least I saw the option to stream the other way. So I tried playing a Halo 3 match on the Master Chief Collection. It was playing in my living room, but it was streaming to my PC. And there was very noticeable lag. Because mm. then I stepped into the other room, and I, it was still playing on the TV. Less lag. Yeah. That's in my home. Yeah. That's on my network. And you're telling me, with the power of nodes, you have figured this out, that you can give me some super internet that's going to get rid of that? I don't believe it. Well, no. I mean, and that's not what, according to Eurogamer, that's not true. Yeah. Basically, like, uh, PC had the lowest latency. And then Xbox One X had the second lowest latency, and then the rest were high. Google Stadia was high. Uh, and it's... It's like 188 milliseconds. See, yeah. I, and if, I, they, if they want to compete with consoles, yeah. it has to be the same latency. Yeah, that's almost that's almost 10 frames, which even internally, sometimes game engines can have two or three frames of lag, and then a high, like a HDTV that's not on game mode can have, God, like 200 milliseconds just in itself. So, and yeah, it depends on your monitor, and it depends on your input devices. It depends on a lot of stuff. But uh, the confusing part to me is casual gamers aren't going to care. They're not going to notice. No. But are casual gamers the kind of people who have really fucking fast internet in the first place to be able to run this? No. No, yeah. But there, I think there is a factor there. Like there, there is an, there is something like I think everyone knows lag whether they do or not, which is I think why some people react like there's something about Counter-Strike, about Tetris, about Quake, about uh, Doom, 2016's Doom that are just fast and responsive mm -hmm. and people I think respond to that that just re like reaction of hitting a button and instantly something happens versus hitting a button in just a fraction of a second something later happens. I think when it comes to marketability that might also be an issue with uh, Stadia if they if they try to use it as a marketing angle and you get this kind of floaty weird feeling game. I think Assassin's Creed hides it really well because it was built to be like an HD game on HD systems. So it was built around all that with its kind of animation systems. But mm -hmm. man, it, yeah, if you try to play a competitive shooter on Stadia and that's the marketing wing for it no, and it's really fucked. fuzzy and unless they feed you an easy match with nothing oh, yeah. but robots, <laughs> kind of like PUBG Mobile but did. But yeah. their whole their whole thing is that is legal? Sure. I don't they know. They can do whatever they want. They just buried in the U EULA. I feel like it's misleading. Like if... I don't think Life is an illusion. EA can We're all shadows on the wall of a cave. Like oh. if, if if it's a Google first party product, sure. I don't think that they can do that with an EA product that is advertised as being fully multiplayer. I think that that's illegal. 
Maybe in your country. I mean, Alana, they just have to, they we just wanna, have to sneak we in there We want somewhere. to agree with you, but we're not sure because it's their video game and they can kind of do whatever they want. Hmm. And also, think of it this way. If they update it's the, definitely unethical. Well, if, I don't know if it's I would me. agree. Uh, but if they update the, their EULA before you log into Apex next Nothing time, you, know about it. You, don't read, and you don't read it, bang. Okay, now you're playing with robots and you don't know. Like you agree to it in perpetuity mm. across all EA products? I mean, it's not ethical Why to... Why haven't they done that already? Titanfall. They have. Titanfall they, did that? No, the, Titanfall, no it's yeah. PUBG Mobile. They had, Sorry, PUBG Mobile. They have yeah. bots and multiplayer. PUBG Mobile. But did they lie fight. to you about it? No, no, no. They're not, they're, my, those my, are not players, but... My question is, like, why haven't they already done what Lawrence is saying, where it's like, put you in a match with bots, up your stats, so I that you like win, a, so you keep coming back. They do. I feel like a game has done that. They do. I, I, yeah. When you first play PUBG Mobile, they put you, oh, like, when yeah. you first install it, they're like, okay, cool, go in there, and then you go in, and, and you drop in, and you kill everyone. <laughs> like, it's true. I, I played it. And it doesn't it. tell you? I, I, you just kill everybody. Then you win, and you're like, hey, I won. It, it might be in the terms of service of, like, because you got this game for free or whatever. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They, they totally do. They have a quote from someone at Google saying how great it looks. Come on. I mean, whatever. Who else sure. is quote him? <laughs> no bias. It'd be, it'd be more important if they said it doesn't look good. It's but. weird because they... Oh, I remember that guy. Who's he? Oh, he's the Digital Foundry guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, you were game Omar's man. quick. You, you already found the video. Good job, man. Yeah, Thanks, thank Omar. Yeah, you got the, it. the names that they scooped up, it really just does feel like... It feels like we need, we need the press release hires to make people take us seriously so that we can sign some distribution deals. And... I think they wanted to hit this with way more agreements in place than they had because all they had was Assassin's Creed. They even had Eve sitting in the audience for his little presidential wave. They had Id. They had Doom. They had the Unreal. They had Unity. Well, engine level is different. Yeah, sure. Engines can run on. There was no studio, though, other than Id and There was no slide with 20 logos on it, which is what I was waiting to see. There was one slide with lots of logos, but they were They were Google logos. Um, Oh, there was that one, too. And Assassin's Creed, it wasn't... they ported that. Like, yeah. Yeah. that game was rebuilt. It's not like they were just streaming it. Gosh, all they had to do was show Fortnite. That's it. All they had to do was show Fortnite and but be they like, probably couldn't get but they work. probably couldn't get it to work. And I bet they mm. couldn't because I'm sure someone tried it. I'm sure of it because they, they were paired with Unreal. So I'm sure they were talking to Some Epic. marketing exec was like, we just have to get Fortnite. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm sure. And, 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 and they tried and they're like, this is yeah. broken. I mean, it <laughs> runs on your phone. You have to sideload it on Android, but that's okay. <laughs> that's how you get malware, kids. Yeah. Terraflops. No, there's just, I don't, uh, like we were talking about earlier, this sounds to me like, like we all talk, I think we all probably agree on this, that it sounds like they, they had an idea for marketing before they had an idea for a game. Mm. And yeah. that bugs me. Um, I don't like seeing a product before I get to see the thing I'm going to use on that product. Mm-hmm. And it was the same with VR where I but saw I VR. I was like, oh, neat. But then I like, don't think that's what they're selling. I think that they're trying to sell the idea that you're streaming something, you have it instantly, and you can swap between your devices. I don't think they're trying to sell you the game. They're trying to sell you the ability to swap from your TV to your PC. The to your phone. They still want but, you to buy But the again, game. but what games? Yeah, but what games can I play on? Assassin's Creed, Odyssey. Doom Eternal, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully everything. That, that, I, I get I, <laughs> this is a goal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is very typical. Google. They're like, we built Google Plus. Everyone can use it. No one is using it. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> it is it is used for uh, beta access for Android apps. Does and that's anyone about use it. it? Well, they can't. Yeah, they shut it down. Right? Yeah, they oh, yeah. they shut it down. No, well, they also on they, it. even though they forced it on you at one. Google point. Hangout was good. I still use Hangouts. I hated Hangouts. And that, I like shutting that down too. Yeah. They're so they're completely shutting down Hangouts. I think so. As far as I know. It's the one thing I actually use. Yeah, it works better than than I iMessage. Mean, we use Gmail, but I don't know. There's also like a, an issue with Google having access. I don't know what it would do, but you know how they're so good with advertising. James uh, yesterday asked us to pick watches for a brand deal thing, and now I keep getting advertised the watch that I sent oh, yeah. him. Like yeah. it's happened so quickly because that was. I mean, that was through Slack. Like I don't even know how that. Did you Google it? No, I just clicked his link and then went through, and now oh, it's, you clicked his well, link. Yeah, it's yeah, still it's through, it's but your, through Slack, and then it's in your cookies. That, but I was, it was on Is Safari. Like it was just like, oh, how yeah, did yeah. this yeah. even happen? And then I guess something about the idea of Google having more access to my time if I'm playing video games because that's most of what I do. They're also having access to all of that mm-hmm. and every input that I have there. I'm like, this is too much power for to one your, company. Yeah. To your behaviors, like. Mm. It's it's one thing to know what you look at and what you like, what and, links I click, and your emails that you send to everyone. They scrub all that, and now to actually ha- like now you're just feels behind. like they're spending more time with me now. Yeah, absolutely. You're, like, you're feeding them more data. They're yeah. they're oh. listening to us right now. Yeah, I mean this this yeah. thing right here is listening to our entire yeah. conversation. Bruce has one too. Lawrence has one. Yeah. I mean even your phones probably. They're listening. I, I promise you they're listening. 
Yeah. It's crazy because it sounds conspiracy theoristy, no, no, but it's, it's not. not. It's no, happening. It's like they really are, though. That is their business. It, yeah, uh, I love when we're it, just giving them more. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we that, spend so much time playing video games. I don't know how they're gonna mine that data. Well, that's fuck. that's what that's what really when when a game understands you better than you understand yourself to the end of making you spend money. So mm-hmm. it's like if a game knows exactly when you give up and walk away, it will push you to that point. And then find a way to like it's all just kind of nudging you into spending money is how I see it going. So if they if you play Dark Souls over Stevia or whatever, then <laughs> then they have a they'll have all the data set they need to determine exactly like how much time and effort you're willing to put into fighting a boss. And then in another game, they might have hooks in there so that Google can be like, if you if you like tie into our APIs, we can the the big AI will tell you when to start backing off on the boss. Or to just spontaneously make it harder and then throw a purchasing decision for like a buff in front of somebody. And we have data saying that this this player in particular is more likely to do it on the third try, the fifth try, the eighth try. And then I, I get it's all an illusion anyway, but I kind of like the the purity of tackling a game and overcoming a challenge. And I don't like the idea that a robot is twiddling knobs it's behind the scenes. All of this conversation ego. makes me feel anxious. And yeah. I feel like man yells at cloud for the first time in my life where I'm like, please don't change video games. Oh, you did it. Stop changing. Oh, they've already, they're already doing it. I don't oh, like yeah. it. It's, Alana, they're way ahead of you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you are the product. I, the, the thing is, I mean, like, a lot of the ways. The, the, uh, the best example, again, is Candy Crush. I, mm-hmm. I, I have noticed. That's the thing is that if you just keep your eyes open for this stuff, you'll see it all over the place. Yeah. But I've noticed Candy Crush, there's a little wheel you spin every night to get a prize, get a little prize to play your game. And I've noticed that it'll put it, it'll almost always get right next to the biggest prize. Yeah. Um, and then, but it won't ever give it to you the first try. And then it's like, do you want to spin again and watch an ad? And I'm like, I got so close, I'll try it again. <laughs> yeah. So I do it again, and it doesn't give it to me, of course, right? <laughs> but see, it fools me. I think it fools me once. And then the next time I around, I go, oh, it's doing I it know again. this game. But yeah. it does it to you every night? Every single night. It's but wild. it's only got to do it once for every human being on the planet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this stuff has been, like, old coin-op games were yeah. notorious for this. Mm-hmm. It's it's great, actually. Like, Ed Boon, still on Mortal Kombat. It's wild. But he uh, he's done, like, breakdowns of how they designed that game to coin-op. Which is that they made Goro the second to last boss. Ching Sung is just some old dude. Who cares? Goro was the actual final boss because they knew that people would coin feed to see the final boss because seeing it was the thing, not oh, beating it. Yeah. So they would coin feed on Goro to get through it, and they saw Shang Sung like some old man. Who cares? They didn't need to see the ending of the game. They just wanted to see everything up to the ending. Right. So yeah, they put the hardest boss second, and it's just that's one of those things where it, you don't think about it, but that's why they did it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just like, we we had our uh, our uh, end of the year sort of like anniversary party when uh, Lawrence picked a barcade. Oh, yeah, geez. And they had the RoboCop arcade <laughs> game, and I was like, fuck it, I'll play this game. That game was designed in, I mean, all coin-op games, games back yeah. then were like that, but, like, there was one part where it's like, you get shot no matter what. Like, I, I, I kept trying the part over and over, and I'm like, you're fucked. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this game is designed to fuck you. There, no skill can get you over this, because RoboCop moves slow. For the first half, he just punches. <laughs> yeah. I remember, because... <laughs> I get to the part where he takes yeah, his gun out. I, I, gave, I, gave, I was like, James, play this real quick. And he's like, okay. And it's like, he, he's like, okay, so RoboCop can jump and punch. <laughs> he's and a RoboCop. And then and there's, dudes, there's dudes running at him and shooting, and he's like, punch, punch. And it's just like, the game is designed to fuck you. And then he stops halfway and goes, I have a gun now. <laughs> and you're like... What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean that that you're right. It hasn't changed in the last 20, 30 years. It's like the it's, form is changing. Yeah, yeah, it's changing. Yeah, but it's the idea is the same. It's get people to pay you money for doing the same thing. Speaking of making money, I need to do another ad read. Thank you. I was waiting. <laughs> Appreciate that. I know you were. I could see. This is Era. Hello, Hello Eero. <laughs> we didn't coordinate that. that no, you didn't. No, you just did that. Uh, so Eero is a company that has started to build the Wi-Fi they wish they had in their own homes. A fast, reliable connection in every room and the backyard, too, apparently. Yeah, let's open it up. Uh, in February 2016, oh. they introduced the Eero Home Wi-Fi system, bringing the idea of multiple access points placed throughout a house to consumers for the first time. Basically, it'll get rid of any range problems that you might have in your house. Um, the new Eero, which is the second generation, and the Eero Beacon allow customers to build a Wi-Fi system that more per- that is more perfectly tailored to their home than ever before. I'm opening it up. He's opening it Good up. Job. Pop it open, baby. Live unboxing. I've done this before. Finally, actually. we'll get those YouTube views. I've actually, I've actually bought uh, this thing. They <laughs> offer more speed and range in the same high quality, elegant design cool. that people have come to expect. I actually do like the design. It's quite nice. Also, Type-C in the back. Bang. That's the best. 
For all uh, with the addition of a third 5 gigahertz radio, the second generation Eero is now tri-band and twice as fast as its predecessor, which lets customers do more simultaneously in every room of their home. Whatever your Wi-Fi needs, Eero has the power to seamlessly blanket your home in fast, reliable Wi-Fi with increased speed and range with powerful tri-band ratios. Uh, you also have total network protection, advanced security, content blocking, and ad blocking if you want that as well. Yeah, I've um, used them. They're awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. This plug-in too uh, has a little light underneath, so it's a little night light. Oh, that's cute. It's pretty cool. Yeah, mesh mesh systems are awesome. I'm I'm really happy for these dudes. Actually, and I know one of the guys who works there is a fan. Oh, that's oh. awesome. Yeah. He that's was a, he was cool my uh, he was my support guy when I was trying to get my uh, my my Plex server going. That's awesome. <laughs> he was really nice. And he was like, "Hey, just want to show, big fan." It's like, "Hey, oh. thank you. He's been very helpful." <laughs> yeah, they're cool. Uh, so. yeah. So I can talk about them. If there's any room in your house. That you can't get full Wi-Fi porn coverage in, and I know this pain. Uh, get one of these bad boys. Nothing worse than buffering porn. It's no, true. it's awful. I mean, it's nostalgic, but also. <laughs> but bad. still awful. Uh, you can get one hundred dollars off the Eero base unit and two beacons package, and one year off of Eero Plus if you visit Eero.com/dude, oh. and at checkout enter the promo code dude. So that is e e r o dot com slash d u d e. Thank you. Thank you, Eero. Thank you, yeah, Eero. Thank you. Awesome sponsor. I was actually surprised by that. Yeah. I was like, hey, someone who I like. <laughs> Adam likes all of our sponsors. No, I like all of them. I mean, <laughs> like, don't all right, sorry. sorry, I'm like, no, I meant like, Please. sorry. Someone who I had a previous relationship with. <laughs> someone sorry. who I know. Yeah. It's like an old fling coming back, and they're like, hey, you want to hang out some more? I mean, like, the design is super me? nice. It's a nice box. I, all right. Uh, I don't know how much time we have left. What What time did we start, Omar? Do you know? No. Uh, like 2.10? All right, we got, eight, we got 10 minutes. minutes so. We could talk about astronauts herpes. Yeah, I wanted to throw in a uh, science segment. The first time I hosted, I did that. I just like science. Um, <laughs> I so like science. I really like science. Nerds. What is it? Uh, Green Goblin's like a bit of a scientist myself. <laughs> <laughs> is that when he jams two fingers into the stuffing? That's when he's just yep. smiling at Peter. That was so, a weird scene. Space flight <laughs> is activating herpes in astronauts. Good. Cool. Uh, according to CNN. Activating? Yeah, so you can't just like get herpes by going to space. It's basically when people already have herpes. What if I fuck space? What? I don't think space has herpes. And don't wear a condom. So these are if people. Space has herpes. Sure. So you're saying people yes. who already have herpes, yes. or it's dormant, it, it is now. Oh, being it causes activated. a flare up. It causes yes. a flare up of herpes. And yes. so Sick. that's a big thing where a lot of people who a lot of people have herpes and never know because they will never have a flare up. So they could not even test positive for herpes, go to space, and be like, "Oh shit, I have herpes." Like Bruce and, and they I didn't know before they left. That, that way, I don't have <laughs> STDs. I'll I don't never have herpes. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Was it uh, the Onion? That one video? It's like courageous man refuses. To get tested for cancer, it's <laughs> <laughs> about to die. I don't have cancer. Yeah, so uh, he's like, he's like, you're so brave. He's like, yep. <laughs> he just dies on the couch. So the longer astronauts <laughs> spend in space, the more likely they are to have viruses like herpes, chickenpox, and shingles reactivate. To awesome. date, 47 out of 89, which is 53 percent, astronauts on short space shuttle flights, and 14 out of 23 or 61% on international space station missions, hmm. shed herpes viruses, meaning that they like have herpes and may not have tested positive ever before in their lives. Yeah. Uh, Just don't go to the doctor like I do. You'll never get it. Don't or go don't space. go to space. <laughs> or don't go to space. I'll try my best. I would like to. I don't have herpes. You have herpes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the reason for this buzz. is probably stress is what they think. It's, huh. de it's definitely stress. Which, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I know for a fact. Nas is like, we're not really sure. But Bruce is like, nah, mine flies up when I get stressed. Well, no, I mean, the, I heard. The interesting thing about it. So I've had a cold sore virus since I was like four because my mom gave it to me. Mm -hmm. Mom. What a slut. <laughs> and it, uh, they've all, uh, every time you read about it. <laughs> <laughs> every time, every time you read about cold sore virus, which is herpes, by the way, um, it is re it is reactivated by stress. So when you get stressed out, huh. usually you'll get a cold sore. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, you get it from sickness or from stress or something like that. It's something to do with your immune system being down. Yep, um, that's right. Which is something that happens when they are in spaceflight. Don't their bones shrink or something too? Yeah, or? bone density and cool. muscle density. It's not cool. That's why they do more exercise in space. Mm -hmm. Um, those rows busting yeah, up. so it could yeah. also be microgravity radiation, whatever else. Cool. Uh, but the best part—that's why I have herpes. The worst gravity radiation. <laughs> the thing that sounds really cool to me is that that wasn't because I yeah. fucked a weird chick. <laughs> it was your mom. She had green skin. Uh, uh, <laughs> How do you say no to that, Doc? <laughs> Sorry, Lana. You're saying the best part. Uh, <laughs> when they, they take shit like this really seriously when it comes to space travel, hmm. so this means that people might finally stop being like, "Well, how do we get rid of stress?" 
and like putting oh, a oh, lot of resources into being like, we need to get rid of stress because stress is causing herpes outbreaks. I mean that too. I'm less worried about that. You know what's a great have more stress than herpes? Space fucking. Space fucking. Well, we can lead into that also. Yeah, she wants that's to. I was get, desperately trying that's to. That's how you spread herpes. Fun fact. <laughs> Astronauts have tested sex in space to see which positions were possible. Sure, Basically, that's why. to ensure... Repro- they were forced to. Mm-hmm. To ensure reproduction <laughs> is possible in space. Oh. It's a weird yes. part of this because that's if everyone everyone's getting herpes activated in space, so then does that mean when we try to colonize Mars, everyone's just going to have fucking herpes even worse than it already is? Well, it'll be Martian herpes. Well, no, no, no. That, I mean, that's not the case. So just because herpes flares up, you're still passing on herpes regardless of whether or not it flares up, just so you know. Wait, really? Like, not always, but most of the time, He's like, yes. you, you contagious anyway? Uh, yes. Oh, no. It, it, can, it can be. Um, huh. And that's the worst part about, the, like, STDs in general is that you just don't know. Um, you just get it. Uh, also, uh, is this the line that I really don't like thinking recited about that. multiple times? Uh, look, for, look, in the mirror. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Well, I don't know about you. There was somebody else. I want you to watch this Nova documentary. Uh, there's no way to know who did what. Who I, was a, I was a victim. <laughs> <laughs> and now you are too. Also, the Leave $5 on the counter. There, there you go. And I'll just okay. get myself out. It was stress. I was an astronaut. Whatever. <laughs> so there was a confidential report on a space shuttle mission in 1996 with a project name STSXX. STSXX. Computer simulations narrowed down the best 10 positions out of 20, and then two test subjects tested them in zero gravity conditions. What were they? Wait, 1996 computer simulations? I don't trust that. Trying to guess which of the the 20 would. Uh -uh. That's like a calculator trying to tell me how to fuck. Wait, what were the positions? We don't know. Um, the results were videotaped, but it considered so sensitive that even NASA was only given a censored version because the, it's what? two people fucking in space so who what? are like professional scientists and are going to be like, show everyone. Put it on Pornhub. We'll get a thousand uh, views. Only four positions quality. were possible without mechanical. That's what I'm going to make you guys Wait, guess that. mechanical. <laughs> Do you have to like everybody pipe the fuck down? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got so many questions. Yeah. Only four positions were possible without mechanical assistance. Okay. The other six needed a special elastic belt and an inflatable tunnel. That's Which like my room. So yeah. it was like a sleeping Things bag. Things we already have. Yes. <laughs> okay. The missionary position is yep. impossible in space. That makes sense. Wait. So does mechanical ins- uh, assistance like include holding on to bars? Well, missionary position uses gravity. That's yeah. why it's impossible. Yeah, yeah, it because gravity. it requires gravity from the post. Yeah. It doesn't require. And there's no up or down. You just have to anchor yourself to something. <laughs> and then it's just a lot of core strength. That's all. I mean, look. They couldn't scientists. do it. Yeah. Listen, so, Mr. Scientist. I'll show you. The thing with, I've been in (laughs) zero G, right? The thing with zero G (laughs) is that any movement fucking pushes you. You could be like, boop, and you just fly. Mm -hmm. And you can't do anything. I tried to play Switch in zero G, and it just, you can't. It's so so hard to do. So missionary, you're pushing someone all the time. You're just going to bounce away from each other. That's why they got to be strapped or like holding something. I think what you're saying, though, is in zero G. You got to be anchored. Well, so they're saying with no no assistance. That's what I, yeah. They said missionary... The missionary position is impossible in space. Yeah. That probably means even with assistance, they okay. could not fucking make that well, position. Well, in Lawrence's nightmare scenario where he's that. strapping a woman to something and probably We're strapping you down and no, I'm I doing it. I think you both have to be strapped down. One has they to be say it's impossible. Someone else just has to have a holding bar. No, so because you, you, you try and, and then even maybe you thrust, slip your feet into like little be, like you okay. You try to push down mm-hmm. the minute that you make contact, your body's gonna go back up. Yeah. I know. So you're gonna go like you're gonna be holding a bar. I'm thinking of what? So do you have the four uh, positions that actually work? No, we don't know. It's too classified. That's what I'm like, try and guess. Is, is it doggy style? I don't know. You, I, you, they call it the your guess? What's your guess? I mean, doggy style will work in zero G, but the problem is, is like Alana says, is every time you no. thrust, yeah, you, you push you'd away. have to be you holding, but you, like, it'd be difficult. I was wondering if maybe like the spooning pull. position would work. Because you, you could hold on to each other. That's right. You could hug each other. Yeah. Why can't you hug you somewhere in missionary position? Well, that's different. That's not really missionary. That's called the pearl. I just feel like the. <laughs> I feel the like you're both sitting and like facing each other. you push away from each other. Well, yeah. not sitting. Well, spooning I, is less floating. impact. I don't. Spooning, yeah, would work side is, by side. So here's here's was the, the important Cleveland thing. steamer. <laughs> that's just poop. <laughs> so I mean, the thing is, like, if Hot if car. any mass leaves your body, it's going to propel you back in the other direction, which is awesome because then finally you might actually be able to like shoot a girl across the room. And then you would fly back too, but I don't know if that would happen. You're not with shooting semen. enough mass to yeah, make any I difference. I don't think it has enough velocity. <sighs> have you guys? Have you guys seen? I've been uh, drinking a lot of milk, Bruce. <laughs> have you guys seen Love, uh, Love, Death, and Robots yet? No, no. no. There's an awesome zero G part. That's okay. awesome. I Noted. I, I I don't want to get into it, but it, it's that exact sort of scenario where it's someone in space and they have to 
use gravity. Oh and, yeah. And it's like, gotta get to the airlock. I'm only five have feet you, away. Have you seen Omar? <laughs> no, I haven't watched it. Oh been, god, that one. You have to ejaculate through the center of your mass, otherwise you'd start spinning. So, that's important. I mean, you you move so fast, and it's frustrating. You'll try and stay in one place. Like when I did it, it was I was holding onto the side of a fucking plane and still just like being moved. Like you can't. That was the uh, sex wouldn't be fun in space. That That's the, the saddest part. Yeah. That is that that plane that goes. It's up literally in the called zero. I think people would okay. learn. I don't think it would they be fun at learn. all. Sex and zero g. I mean, normal sex isn't fun until you figure it out. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I just the movie Gravity was frustrating in the sense that oh yeah they're always in that position where they're like I can't I just can't do anything yeah you're just, you're just right like that sucks yeah I don't know I mean say to Earth where yeah. my herpes is just fine what about blowjobs that could work blowjob in space that should be all right you I think a blowjob would be okay you, if you hold together well, sixty nine then because then. Sixty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixty nine. Yeah, like I feel like those two. Then, like, I mean, you'd be floating around the room, but yeah. I feel like those two would be okay. You know, the two thousand one Space Odyssey, yeah. uh, station playing. Oh. <laughs> wasn't, <laughs> wasn't this bouncing the, off the wall? Yeah. <laughs> this is the movie that was concepted in. Uh, and thank you for smoking, right? Was it? Was yeah, it? they were like, God. we need a movie to make sex, uh, smoking sexy again. It's like. Who cares? Like space, it's Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, and they're space fucking floating in zero G, smoking uh. cigarettes, and cigarette smoke is going all over. Like they were just they were concepting a movie, and the entire point of the movie was to have one scene where they were smoking and having sex in space. Hmm. That's what you guys I, are talking. I about. really don't think it would be fun. That's the thing that upsets me. Is I, all I want to do in life is go to space. My my number one life goal is to go to the International Space Station. That's it. The, the fact what that sex just, would suck up there makes it less fun. What if you get to the stratosphere and then I got to turn back? Sorry. It's close that's, enough. Yeah, Someone that's, has that's pretty far. You get as far as uh, <laughs> herpes Red alarm goes off. Guy, yeah. you, I would you, still you do get, that of a knot. You get far enough to get herpes, but you have to go back. Uh, <laughs> you get far enough to find out you yeah. have herpes. The thing. Like, oh, damn it. Just like, I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, I'm not a slut. <laughs> <laughs> it was my mom. <laughs> she kissed me. <laughs> anyway, All right. Good talk. Yeah, I got to do one more ad read. <laughs> I can't segue into this in any efficient way. Oh, there's always a way. Applying for a loan oh. is a lot like applying for a job that you don't get to interview for. Instead, loan companies make their decisions based off of your credit credit score and history without getting to know the whole you. Now, thanks to Upstart.com, it is never it never has to be that way again. Upstart is revolutionizing the way you borrow money by rewarding you for your job experience and education in the form of a smarter interest rate. Unlike traditional <laughs> credit underwriting which could be biased against people with a short credit history like me because I've only been in this country for four years it's very hard to get credit uh, Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness I don't even know if I can get a loan outside of stuff like this at this point because I have no credit history uh, Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score they make it fast simple and easy to check your rate in less than two minutes without affecting your credit score and the best part once your loan is approved the funds will be transferred to you the very next business day the next Day. Uh, over 100,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, student loans, fund their wedding, or to make a large purchase. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash dude to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes two minutes and it won't affect your credit. That is upstart.com slash dude. Thank you to Upstart. Thank you. So that we aren't leaving this podcast on an ad. If you guys could go to space and have sex, what position would you choose? Doggy style. Something that doesn't activate my herpes. <laughs> I think it depends how big the What's room the is. What's the least stressful sex position? It's a spooning. It's spooning. Is it spooning? Yeah, because you you're both just laying there. Well, not in zero G. No, Nobody's right. laying anywhere. I don't like what it does in my left arm. Also assume I'm on my left side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just said arm. There is no yeah. left in space. Oh wait, yeah, there is. Yeah, there's still left. There's there's just no. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Pearl. Okay. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Fun of it. It's a toss-up between the pile driver and a Turkish backpack. Alana, but what about you? <laughs> I feel like I'd want to find a way to make missionary work. Good for you. Just because they say it's impossible. You'll get a Nobel Peace Prize. Dreamy weird with that giant uh, herpes on yeah. your lips. Fuck. <laughs> What's the <laughs> <laughs> NASA needs streamers. Nobel Prize, go Alana Pierce and her horish <laughs> complexion. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> so wait, have, have, has a woman conceived in space? 
I don't think so. No. Yeah, no, it hasn't no. happened yet. I'm fascinated by that stuff, like the unintended side effects. Maybe we'll get weird demon babies, or like they got two I mean, big skulls or something. Based, on, it'll eventually be less stressful. But based on this, it seems like if we go colonize Mars, everyone's gonna be fucking stressed, or everyone's gonna have herpes. Well, yeah, but like I'm, I'm thinking more like if a baby is conceived and and goes to term in space. How and then you bring it to Earth. Like, is the air just going to get squished out of its lungs by oh, yeah. gravity yeah. and stuff? That's going to be scary. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what a lot of people have said. Good like, question. you're raising a kid on the moon or Mars, yeah. they have different gravity and different moon yeah. children. There I mean, a, the way that they're formed is different. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. The, human, was, uh, the human body has not yet evolved to a point where it can deal with the stress of outside. I mean, radiation's forces. the biggest problem, and they don't know what that's going to do. That's nah, fine. They're so overexposed to it. Give my kid three legs. One of my favorite Japanese animes. <laughs> dealt with a lot of those issues. I'm sure As opposed did. to American animes. There was a... <laughs> like Genlock? There was a... Yeah, there Avatar. was an episode. There's at least three. One of, the ki- one of the characters was like... Had like made space friends with this girl who seemed like she was like 20, but was acting really strangely. And then it come, turns out that like she was born on the moon and her body just grew too fast because gravity wasn't like impressing her. So she was like eight hmm. and so she was behaving like a child. The thing is like it was an anime, so you couldn't really tell. <laughs> but by the end of it, Boy, you are treading dangerous ground right now. It wasn't now. creepy. Oh, they just hung out. Oh. She's 800 years old. Oh, you guys. She looks like a child, oh. Dad. Yeah. Yeah, and this oh, it wasn't like romantic it. at oh, all. Like Thank oh. you, everyone, for watching Dude's Soup. Let us know in the comments below you got that the sex you'd have in space. Congrats on your herpes. <laughs> all right, we'll see you all next week. <laughs>